Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Yeah, I mean, we have an emergency Cult of Cult podcast, Cult Cut. Um, presumably, if you are subscribed to us, if you listen to us, if you are familiar with Hogs Haven, the Washington football team, uh, you know why we are here. It's a it's a sad day. Uh, it's a very sad day. We learned this afternoon of the passing of our podcast's namesake, uh, Colt Brennan, former quarterback at University of Hawaii, Rainbow Warriors, uh, then the Washington Redskins, has passed away at the age of 37, uh, so I feel like it's appropriate for us here uh, insofar as we have a podcast named after this this gentleman. Um, we should probably take a few minutes and, and chat about our memories, our feelings, and offer some reflections. I, I absolutely agree. I mean, today when uh, you send the information that he passed, it definitely, you know, hits you like a ton of bricks. We have some great memories. Just, just in the short time he was yeah. here with Washington, and uh, and yeah, I think it's a great idea to to honor his memory and and go a little bit into why we are called the Cult of Cult. Yeah, it's you know how I found out today is uh, a friend of mine texted me directly, who's not he's not a, a fan of this franchise, but knows how much. Uh, Colt Brennan, what a profound impact he has, has had. He goes, uh, it was a little bit callous. He said, your boy died. And I was like, uh-oh, what does this mean? And then I opened it up, and I was just totally gutted. Um, and then I immediately sent that to you, and you had an, an, a very similar reaction to the one that I did as well. Um, so I, I don't know. It's 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 still fairly raw, fairly fresh. Um, I I'm not usually a... Uh, the type to sort of like I don't get so worked up about like celebrity passings you know folks that you don't know but there are people I think who have an impact on you and I mean clearly you know Cole Brennan did have one on us he had one on the site you know the Mason Brennan Award when we had our first uh, first one of 2021 go up today and I think it's a thing that people love and you know it's frankly it's what brought me to Hogshaven in the first place that you know, we we were there for sort of the um, the that initial wave, right? So we we were there that preseason. Um, I'm trying to. What do you remember from from that time? So I, I do believe that was 2008, and we as fans, we loved going to preseason games because not only were they cheap, there weren't a lot of people there, but they're also fun. And we had a lot of friends with us because uh, we used to work at a. Uh, camp for children and a lot of them weren't from this country and their only time to ever no. see an NFL game was the preseason game 
that's it. They had two chances, maybe at the most. So we were always happy to take them. Again, cheap tickets, always a lot of fun, uh, and traffic was always was never a big deal. And it's kind of being able to do this made us fall in love with Colt because he not only was a six-round draft pick, coming out of, of Hawaii, we knew he was a, a dude, like a true dude, a baller, had all these records. How do we get him in the sixth? And we would watch him throw, and his stats for a preseason game were astounding. He, he, I think he led yeah. the entire league in preseason quarterbacks. He had for, like, we loved him. But more importantly, one of the things that Washington did was they had a package where you could get a ticket and a Colt Brennan jersey. I think it was something obscene, like 25 bucks. So we did that. You, myself, and a bunch of these people who've never been to an NFL game did this package, walked around. It's, it's our Twitter picture is actually right there. That's right. The, that photo is of us uh, with, with those Cole Brennan jerseys at a preseason game. That's right. And, and some of the friends that we have that, that, didn't, that did not grow up in this country, that was our first NFL game, they still own Washington – Excuse me. It, it, it was a time the Washington Redskins Colt Brennan jerseys, and it was an amazing experience to watch this guy in the field as we're with our friends and and at you know FedEx, which which again isn't that great, but it was electrifying for us on those two games, and it brings back like like very fond memories of not only him but also being around our friends and being around the people that that truly cared about what was happening. And that was amazing. And I got to hang out with you, which is, you know, became this, but that was my biggest memory is, is that opportunity driving around in the car, having a good time. We're all driving school buses, being ridiculous and having these friends from, from other countries watch their first NFL game with Colt Brennan burning it up. I'm not sure if you remember the same way I do. Uh, I remember most of it, uh, if that's what you're asking. I, I don't know how much you remember of it yourself, but uh, I, I do know that there is photographic evidence, and I know we had a good time. So th- at least there's that, right? There may have um, been some drinking. It's yeah, okay. It's a preseason game. I, sure. Uh, well, you know, and it's funny because you sort of think back to that time, and, you know, we, we still get amped up for preseason the same way. I think a lot of it because of the impact that that sort of experience had on us. But, uh, you know, when you, when you think back um, about sort of his, his football career, there are guys, there are guys like Cole Brennan that exist. that come out sort of every year. Um, I think he sort of typifies a particular type, you know, he lit it up. In college, right? Absolutely. You know, he was a was a Heisman finalist. Um, he tied the NCAA record for most touchdowns uh, with a single re- uh, receiver, Devon Bess, back at Hawaii. Uh, just like all his name is still all over the record books in the NCAA. And you know, some people the re- I think the reason that he fell was well, he's a little bit small and. A, is he a system quarterback? Now, it's funny because if he were coming out today, I think people would be looking at him very differently. Like, he was oh, almost almost like ahead of his time, you know? Like, the the guy who could sort of gunsling but also could move. Um, there are plenty of guys who've gotten opportunities sort of with the, the in today's day and age with, like, the resume that he had. 
and, and so, don't forget, he was he was not a pocket quarterback. He was a shotgun, throw the ball, let's go, let's go, West Coast style offense quarterback. Where he was a go 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 type of guy. And you're right, the offensive nowadays, minus a little bit of changes, he probably been phenomenal for with that the moving pockets sure. with the. The, the quick outs, and that was not the situation back in 2008. So you're absolutely right. He was ahead of his time. But you could see that when he played uh, for preseason games, this this ability to read a field. To, his release was so fast and so accurate. Oh, yeah. Ball came out of his hand. Oh. It had, what did they say? It has some zip. It had some zip coming oh. out of his hand. And we, it was like, you uh, saw it, was, it's, it was a, a frozen rope coming out of his hand, just frozen straight rope. at it. Oh yeah, I Loved mean, it. you go back to uh, you know what he was doing at Hawaii. He actually he won the he, he was uh, he won the Sammy Ball Trophy back in I believe it was his junior year that was the awarded to the top collegiate passer. Um, so you know it's not like he was a slouch. Obviously, yeah. you know. I don't know. It's just so tricky when you when you think back. It's like some of I think what is so exci- was so exciting for us is sort of like our personal experience with him, right? And absolutely, it, for for us to sort of um, see it when it happened and sort of like Brennan mania was a thing, and I really feel like we were kind of at the forefront of that, and for us. You know, for for us and our friends, that was really like a high a high point. I think it was something that we could sort of do together, um, and it had a profound impact on us. I think. I, I mean, and, as you and, said, it resonated to the point where when we discussed this podcast, it was a no brainer to call it the cult of Colt. Yeah, I mean, that was you're right. There, no doubt about it. We we picked that out in in week one, and um, sort of as an honorific to a guy who. We really came to appreciate and enjoy watching, and you know it's 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 very sad. Um, he, you know, I think there's something to be said because it's it's easy to say, well, you know, he he had promise and like didn't live up to it, or uh, you know, what what a waste or, or anything that you know. And obviously, it's still raw, but I think we can sort of speak to. Um, Colt, I'm not, I'm not going to try and get too high and mighty, too lofty here, but it's a guy who um, had his struggles, right? Had personal demons, like was imperfect. He was an imperfect guy. He, no one's going to say that um, he was he was on the, the straight and narrow, that he was perfect. You know, he had some things that, that happened to him in his life, some of which uh, self-inflicted that he learned and grew from. You, know, you think back to... His, his time starting in college and having to leave University of Colorado sort of because of his own actions. But then, um, you know, the, the really, I think when you, you look back on his story, uh, you think, you know, there's that terrible car accident that he, he was a, a passenger in when he was back in Hawaii. That, that pretty much ended any chance of any further, not only NFL, but any sort of football career. Right. It was kind of the beginning of the end. You know, after Washington, he sort of he never he never suited up um, ever again in a game. He he went to Oakland for a year, uh, didn't make it, played for the Hartford Colonials, then actually got a shot up in 
um, got a shot up in Canada, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and then there was actually, you can go back and watch this, uh, in 2014 there was a kind of a um, documentary style program, very similar like Hard Knocks, that they were doing okay. about the Los, An- Los Angeles Kiss, which is now a defunct team, uh, actually in a defunct league in the AFL, um, that he was in the process of trying out for, and he, he did get some screen time there, and that was kind of when, you know, it, it came to an end. Um, and it was, it, it was over at that point. Pretty sad. I remember it was over. It certainly was. But, you know, there's, there's a reason that a guy like Colt Brennan gets the opportunities, and some of it is, um, you know, he was obviously physically i mean he was he was a talent but it's really nice i i don't know about you but i've been doing some reading today on kind of the the things that um you know kind of who he was in the locker room with his teammates um it's one of the things that i i saw a number of times today that i had remembered it or forgotten and then remembered was that he made an effort you know going to hawaii to learn to be able to speak the same language as offensive linemen. Samoan, yeah. It is Samoan, right? It's yeah, Samoan, so he correct. was going out there and he was like being able to communicate with his teammates and sort of like I saw someone say like people were playing checkers and he was playing chess. And it's just like those types of things where it's like, yeah, man, this this guy he he's a, he was a baller. He learned to ingratiate himself into the culture of the Hawaiian Islands yeah. and the, the people around him. He learned to to love not only who he is, but what he was doing. And you got to respect that. And that's also part of the reason that through his career, ups and downs, and through his life, you always rooted for this guy where even though he made mistakes, which we all have, he had this fight like a lion. And even sure. after, you know, he gets in that car accident, he still wanted to be a part of things. Again, as you said, his personal demons caught up with him and, and uh, I have a, a an Instagram post he he put up, and I'm gonna get kind of give you through his demons um, that I want to read. Sure. It. I think I think it's a, it was his own words that came out last year, and this is kind of Colt. Um, Colt James 15 was his Instagram account. It says, "I've been through a lot in my life. I was a convicted felon for a crime I never committed, pass a polygraph and all, and that was the Colorado thing that that you mentioned. I captured every dream." I had as a child. I was drafted to the league only to have two knee and two hip surgeries. I reached my third year in the NFL only to wake from a coma with a traumatic brain injury as a passenger in a car accident. So his third year in the NFL, that's when that happened. Uh, which, of course, you right. know, he, he, was still, he still was on rosters at that point. I've battled drug and alcohol abuse and eventually developed clots, blood clots over the years due to the car accident. I spent nine months in the hospital and the last two and a half years, I've been trying to learn how to walk with a broken heart, walking with a broken heart. I found redemption once I will find it again. They say some people are just born to fight and it's not their, sorry. It's not they're born brave or born strong. It's just the universe decided that this one, this one will have a grit and fire and the steel in their blood. They will be tested. This cosmic metal of theirs they will face trial and trial, be broken and damaged in countless ways. But this one was born to fight. And according to his parents, all he did was 
at the very end of his life, he just a demon caught up with him. Yeah. And and that's sad. But you can see here by those words, yeah. he was a man who who believed in himself and and through all of this never gave up on life and it sounds like he just a demon caught him. Uh, yeah, it's um it's it's really sad. Uh and you know like a cult-like figure, obviously. I mean, pun somewhat intended. Um, but like, how many other guys can you think of who never played a regular season snap? Who, I mean, you saw the the outpouring of of people today, just the support, the memories. He, I think, had a profound impact on so many people, and both in back in Hawaii, you know, they, he's a, he was a hero there. He, he decided to come back. He had an opportunity to go to the league after uh, going to the sugar bowl against Georgia and decided, no, I want to stay. I mean, you're right. He, he wore Hawaii on his sleeve. He had it shaped into the side of his head. (laughs) I mean, uh, uh, just like, like just a, such an interesting guy. And um, I don't know. We'll, uh, as I mentioned, still all, very raw, uh, but as those tributes kind of pour in and he's able to, you know, we're able to go back and read his own words about his journey and the things that he struggled with and his battles, uh, you know, I think this is a nice opportunity for us to, I mean, we, we celebrate him every week here. Every week. The Cult of Cult, but, um, you know, for, for him to sort of get the attention uh, beyond our uh, our zooms and our little podcast here, our little corner of the internet, there is, um, you know, it is a little bit gratifying to say, like, all right, like we're not the only ones, and maybe we were the loudest ones, but it's uh, it's it's so great to I think see that he had such an impact on so many people, and um, it's 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 so sad, but. I'm I'm glad we were able to celebrate him in this way. As a true Washington, you know, Redskins to football team fan, uh, it, you know, I always knew we had our experiences. But you're right; it's absolutely wonderful to see that the other fans have. Uh, one of the things I read on Twitter, which has just gone all over the place, uh, which has made me very happy, was that uh, mm-hmm. it's called "I'm Dre," and it says specifically, and, and you know, whether this is any reference to us, I know it absolutely has to do with Cole Brennan. It says. Cult of Cult was a top five extreme skins thing. Oh, this yeah. is one of those things. This the Colt Brennan aura, the, the what he became over the top, is something that a true Washington fan experienced. It wasn't just us. They sold jerseys to a guy who never played an NFL snap. But that's just how much he embodied what we wanted to happen in life, how much we loved the situation, how much we cared about was like, we cared about this team. they had been so bad for so long, but this fire that he had and this ability really brought a lot of us back into the fold. And, and Andre is right, man. It was an extreme skins thing. Top five, because it outside of our little world, it, it would not make sense. You don't see this anywhere else. You, you you hear about the splash like, in the pans, yeah. but but you don't. This is something that was us. It's like what they say, you know, on the internet. The I think the users are saying this: if you know, you know. And uh, it's it's nice to see that you know we knew, and 
we weren't the only ones. Um, you know, uh, you know. <laughs> I know. And, and every one of the Washington football team fans who was around 2008 knows. Yeah. And and it's a sad day. But as uh, as my family always says, you don't remember the ending. Always remember the life. And this is we're going to keep with the cult of cult. We're, we're going to have the same name. And it's and it's remembering his life and all that he did to to make us love him for that flash in the pan. And uh, that's exciting for me. Yeah, when life gives you Brennan's make Brennan aid, we uh, we will hold Colt Brennan and his family in the light and we'll, we'll keep this trainer rolling. Um, figured it might make sense just for us to hop on, do a couple minutes, talk about our initial reactions and memories. We will be back very soon with some more upbeat, uh, traditional Washington football team coverage, our thoughts, impressions. We were in the process of preparing to discuss the, the draft and some of the free agent stuff and everything that's going on around the team. But, you know, I think for today it's, it's appropriate for us to take a, a moment and, uh, and celebrate a life and, um, yeah, I, I don't know what else there is to say. Yeah, thoughts and prayers for the family. And, of course, uh, you know, having got a really nice quarterback today. Actually, I think it was like the 10th. But either way, they, they got a good one. Uh, hopefully he's up there slinging them around and he's happy to to be away from his demons and, and just in a happy world. That's right. Well, until, uh, until we have another opportunity to, to chat, uh, appreciate you all taking some time. Hug your loved ones a little tighter tonight, and uh, we'll be back here sometime in the next week or so, and hope you'll join us here on The Cult of Colts.